I'm Michael. And I'm Rebecca. And we just put our kids to bed. So come hang out with us as we talk about life. And other things. While while the kids sleep. Good evening, everyone. Time for another episode of While the Kids Are Sleeping with Michael and Rebecca. I'm starting us off this evening. And as always, we like to share a story of while the kids were not sleeping. This story is about cute little Nicole. She went through this time just a couple weeks ago over the summer. She would just come up to you randomly without any warning. And then she'd kind of turn around and walk backwards to you. And then just kind of bump her booty against you. And she'd make a little buzzing sound. Go, sting. You say sting. Sting. I'm a bee. (laughs) And And then she'd hee hee and run away. Yeah. And she just thought that was such a silly little thing. She's like, I'm just going to go sting them. I'm a bee. Like there was no warning. Like she woke up one day just doing this. Like she started walking backwards toward me in the house. And I'm like, what is she doing? And then she's just, sting. <laughs> and then she'd go around to the other room, sting, sting. Like she just. Because it totally catches you off guard if you don't know. You're just like, why are you walking backwards, kid? What's up? Stinging us with their little booty because that's where bee stingers are is on their little booty. booty. It's cute. She's a cute one. So tonight's episode, we are talking about French immersion. Yeah. Jessica is in her first year of her French immersion starting in first grade. So we thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about it and why we're doing it and what made us choose to do it and kind of give some history on it. Rebecca, do you kind of want to give a little bit of our family history with the French language? Histoire de notre famille. <laughs> sure. We kind of haven't explained what French... Let's, let's ex- can we explain, explain French what? immersion really quickly? Sure. And then we can... So basically, Jessica is doing an immersive experience for speaking French in the classroom at school. And school districts offer this for many languages like all over the state of Utah. Like there's there's German, there's Mandarin, there's Spanish. I think I've even heard there might be, is there Russian somewhere? I wanna awesome. say, but anyway, and then French. And we have been excited for this for years. We talked about this since, since before we, we had dating. kids. Yeah, we were like, oh my gosh, immersion would be so amazing. I didn't have this option growing up where I they don't do it in Louisiana that I know of anywhere, at least not to the standard that they do here in the state of Utah. Right. And I don't remember growing up or maybe it just wasn't a thing. So, right. So we were like, well, this is something we want to do because of our family background. So with you, Michael, I mean, you served your mission for the church in Paris. Right. And so did my dad. Right. Both my dad speaks French. I speak French. All my siblings, we all took French throughout junior high and high school. Excuse me, it's nighttime, so I'm yawning. Um, So yeah, so it was a big deal for you. And then coming in from my side of the family, which it's like perfect that we ended up together, Michael, because I have a lot of French ancestry because my maiden name is Rougeau, which is Obviously French. French. Obviously, and growing up in Louisiana, Louisiana is just has so much French culture and people, you know, even people who are Cajun, we, we call it, they speak Cajun French, which is just like a variation on French language and so like French is everywhere in some way shape or form in Louisiana and so and you've done family history and we both have family history related back to France yeah I've got it back till at least the 1600s I've looked back that far but it's probably excuse me 
yawning again even further yeah. so yeah it's a big french is like a big deal in our house and we you, love you've it. had french diction in college for singing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we just we love france and we can't wait till we can take a trip there eventually <laughs> just the two of us and but um it was a big deal for us and so we wanted our kids to have the opportunity to learn to speak french right so we chose french instead of mandarin or spanish yeah so let's talk a little bit more what is this immersion program. Rebecca, you've already given us a quick detail of it, but tell us more, what is an immersive program? Just kind of a basic explanation of it is that for Jessica, and this varies as the grades change and, and it kind of changes, but we'll just say what Jessica's experience is right now. In first grade, this program starts in first grade. There are some schools, if you're gonna to choose to do Spanish, where they start, I believe, in kindergarten, but in general, they start in first grade. So they have their normal kindergarten experience, and then in first grade, they will go and have two teachers. And these two teachers are the immersion teachers. One of them is English speaking, and then the other teacher is French speaking, and they pop back and forth. They alternate between them during the day. So they go to, to two teachers during the day. Se separate classrooms. Right. Separate classrooms, two different teachers, but instruction in one is all in French. Like she speaks nothing but French all day. And then instruction in the other one is just in English. And they coordinate like everything with their curriculum. Um, so the English teacher, English speaking teacher, let me clarify that, whose name is Miss Tingy, Jessica's little teacher. She teaches like English language arts and I think maybe a little bit of social studies and stuff like that. And then the French teacher, and this is for first grade only, will teach like your math. And so math is all in French. I think it's important that it's not, it's not like in junior high and high school where you go in and there's a teacher saying this is how you conjugate verbs. Mm -hmm. It's more as if you got off the airplane in France and you were just hearing French. And so that's kind of how it is. There's an English classroom and a French classroom. When Jessica is in the French classroom half of the day, Madame Babin is writing math problems on the board and she is... Explaining it in French. Explaining it all in French. She's not going over verb conjugation. She's saying 2 plus 2 equals 4, 5 minus 3 equals 2. Teaching counting and she does everything that she can to convey what she is communicating in French. But she doesn't speak English at all. So the kids really are having to guess what she is saying. They are being immersed in A into true it. immersive experience. Yeah. Like I know for the first week or so they could be they let the French teachers be a little bit more lax on and they can speak a little bit more English in the classroom. And I know this year, I think with COVID, they've even been even more lax for them because schooling is so different right now. But in general, I mean, they just it, it's like they have like one week and then it's all French and that's it. And now I know that Madame Beba has like a little friend in the classroom, like a little puppet. What did she call him? Uh, Monsieur Anglais. Monsieur Anglais, a little hand puppet. Yeah. And so as a teacher, she speaks only French, but Monsieur Anglais can speak English, Anglais, English. And so if the kids had a question about something, they can ask and he will speak it in English to clarify for him, which I think is a really cute way to kind of you know, teach them. Right, because it really keeps their relationship with Madame Babin all in French. Yeah, exactly. And so this is why it's also super important that the teachers are native speakers. And in general, they are, or in the sense that they've taken a lot of French. So with Madame Babin, I know she said they lived 
Did she say they lived like 15 years in France? Because her husband is from France. Yeah, Madame Babin, I think she's American. She's but from California, I know California. that. California, mm -hmm. but yeah, spent many years living in France, married a native French. Mm -hmm. And he teaches at the school as well, just another grade. Okay. That's unique to the fact that she's from here originally in the States, but a lot of times they have teachers that they bring in on like three-year visas for teaching and they come and they teach for three years and then they go back or whatever. But that way, I mean, they get people who they know how to speak it and they have the accent and they know how to immerse the kids in it. Yep, Miss Tingy and Madame Baban, they work as a pair. They coordinate subjects. Mm -hmm. And as the children go through grade school, first grade all the way up to senior year in high school, more of their content in the classroom switches more over to the immersive language. Right, so they, they add more subjects and more time. You're right, that becomes French eventually. Yeah, yeah. And this happens, you know, K, basically K through 12. And I that's what I love about this program is it's not just like, oh, I'm going to take a class here and there. It's like, I'm going to immerse until I graduate high school, which is super awesome because as you get into those higher grades or whatever, you have the option to test for like AP classes and get some college credit um, and things like that, with which will help you know, and furthering education. Right. If people ask, you know, why, why do this? Why do this at all? Rebecca already mentioned college credit, but there's lots of studies out there as we're looking into it saying children who participate in an immersive language program, they perform better across all other areas in school. It's not just they pick up a second language. They score better on math. They score better in the sciences. They score across the board in all subjects, they just score better. Well, I mean, we, we know that like learning a second language is good for your brain. You learn one, it's easier to learn another one. And it's just, it's such a great opportunity for the kids. And I think the other thing I like about it is that it's not just learning a language, but through these programs, they explore the culture and they learn about what it's like in this other country where this language is spoken. And they do, I know we have some friends whose kids are in it and they're older than Jessica, but they've done projects like each year, like, oh, let's explore foods from here and let's prepare that and talk about it in class and things like that. So I like that they get to like expand their knowledge of the world around them and explore what it's like elsewhere than just what's here in front of them. We mentioned this is K through 12. What are some of the other responsibilities that families have if they do participate in a immersive language program? It's a long-term participation. These programs, they don't want you to enroll your student in just for one grade or two grade, you know, just first or second grade. There is that expectation that Jessica and will go all the way through her senior year. Right, yeah, they don't want you to just sign on for like a year and be like, oh, we're going to peace out. Like, they want you to commit to it. Yeah. It's a big commitment. I mean, you fight hard to get into the program. You have to apply, and we'll kind of talk about like the application process a little bit in a minute. But yeah, like it's this is something that you really want to commit to and show that to your children as well that, hey, you care about this. Some other responsibilities that they want us to do as parents is they want us to read with your children every day. And that's not even in the target language. That's in the your native language, so English or whatever it may be. Just read with your kid every day because reading is good for their brain and vocabulary vocabulary and it transfers over to learning a target language as well. They also encourage us to use the target language outside of school, which again, going back to our family history, knowing French 
hopefully is going to be easier for us. We can start talking to Jessica and saying, oh, this is a oiseau, it's a bird, and the bird is blue, or, mm -hmm. you know, just being out and about, you know, oh, there goes a watcher, that's a car. Yeah, or like we, they suggested, even before she got in the program, when I went and met teachers because I wanted to apply and they said we'll start right now just watch like movies if you can find like Disney movies and things like that watch it in French do the French audio for it because most of them have that option in tons of languages but at least get them like hearing it hearing the accent and how things flow and stuff it's really good for them so we started doing that um, and if we can find like books in French that's great and we we're looking into that too to try and expand their knowledge as well just surround them as much as they can outside of because we don't really speak French in the home which this is a great opportunity for us to start trying to remember French and learn it and use it in our everyday right and I know I need it I've lost a lot of my French skill because I don't have someone to speak to right so I'm looking forward to being able to speak with the children in French but I know I'm rusty so I'm going to need the retraining well, and Jessica loves that. She talks about that. She's like, oh, Daddy, we're going to speak French together, and nobody in the house is going to know what we're saying. <laughs> so we can just talk to each other, and it's like secret code, and she just loves that. Little does she know, though, which <laughs> will pop into the application process here now, and this will segue into it, that eventually everybody in the house is going to understand French <laughs> because Mom knows some, but because she, Jessica, started out being in the program, her siblings get an automatic in an automatic acceptance to the program because she's part of it so they're going to learn to speak it too <laughs> this has been an idea that we had wanted to do a couple years before jessica was even getting close to going to school you know we talked about it oh since she was a, before she like she was born we wanted to do it right so we're going to kind of talk a little about the actual application process. So with Jessica, the school that we're in the boundaries for, they do not offer a French immersion. Mm -hmm. So we had to find a school outside of our geographical boundaries that did offer it. Oak Hollow Elementary down in Draper does offer French immersion. Mm -hmm. So we committed to basically we're driving our kids to school every day because we're not in boundaries. So we're not gonna qualify for busing, definitely not walking distance. Which is kind of a shame because the school in that we are in boundary for it's like just a few minute walk too and i'm like dang it it would be so convenient if we could walk her to school it, but oh well to even make this french immersion program a possibility we had to apply for an out of bounds permit to attend this other elementary school mm -hmm. which rebecca did back in the beginning with kindergarten even though kindergarten is not part of the immersion program we wanted jessica to start school at the school she would hopefully be attending and then during kindergarten we'll talk about like the timeline when to apply mm -hmm. basically it's you're entered into a lottery you fill out the application to participate in the program then it's a lottery system and they give weights to the applications or preference so the first preference Rebecca already mentioned other siblings so if there's an older sibling in the program the younger siblings are already grandfathered in yep so, so they get first dibs basically. yeah they get first selection mm -hmm. or first a seating into the class next the school will look at any kids that live in bounds of the school they'll get next preference mm -hmm. The next preference would be kids who are out of bounds, but they are already attending the school. Hence why we started yeah. kindergarten, because we wanted to already be attending the school, even though we're out of bounds. Mm -hmm. 
And then last preference in the lottery is you're just completely out of bounds. Yeah. Well, and another reason for like having her attend this school, other than just trying to up her on the list of like priority or what whatever you would call that, um, other than just giving her a better chance of getting in, I just didn't want to send her to like our school right here in our neighborhood. And she makes all these friends at kindergarten. And then the next year, like, oh, peace out. See You're ya. going to a completely right. different school. New school, new kid she has to meet. She doesn't know how that school functions. She doesn't know anybody there. Like, I just better for her to, to go there. First point. And we also, maybe I would have considered that if I didn't think she'd get in the program. But, like, we were pretty sure that she was going to get in. Because French is not in high as high of demand as, like, Spanish. Spanish... They have Spanish immersion programs at a bunch of elementary schools and stuff. There's only like two schools in our district that do French and I think two that do Mandarin. So the demand for it wasn't as high and so I figured she had a better chance of getting in. So we just sent her to Ocalo already. And then that way, like, yeah, she had these friends. She saw some that were that are now in her immersion classroom. She still gets to see her kindergarten teacher in the hallway and wave to her. Yeah. She, she bonded and attached to the school. Yeah, exactly. And she loves it. That's a, that was a big deal. So yeah, so you apply for that out of bounds permit just to get into the school. That's what we did. That doesn't apply to everybody. Maybe you already live in the boundaries and that's separate from applying to actually be in the immersion program. But there's some deadlines for that, which I had to apply. And thankfully our good friends, the Davies, their children do a Spanish immersion program in the same district. And they like walked me through the process plus Jessica Davies for sending me emails and being like, oh, here you go. This is the deadline to apply for the permit to go to the school you want to. And then from here, oh, don't forget, here's the deadline to apply for that. Like she already knew she was getting information about dual language immersion. And so she just passed it on to me so I didn't miss anything. So thank you, Jessica Davies. In general, in our district, you have to apply for first grade immersion in like the October of the year that they are in kindergarten. And then you usually find out if you've been accepted by like January, I think is when we found out for Jessica. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's already to do the language immersion, you already have to be thinking a year in advance. Oh, and for sure. This is not like the July or August before first grade starts. This is October of kindergarten year. You're a year ahead. Like you just started kindergarten and you're already thinking to next year. You're right. Yeah, and then they also have an age limit for it because it's a lot to catch up on if kids start it too late. They allow them to apply or accept kids in through like, I think it's that first, into the first semester, semester of, of second, second grade. grade. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, because other than that, it is hard to catch up on that. But yeah, hopefully you know, you know by first grade and you're good to go. And then also when you apply, uh, they ask you a series of questions like where you live, demographic, blah, blah, blah. But then they also want to know like, is the language spoken in the home? And then they also want to know like what language you want to speak and what location, because also schools throughout the district have, this school has, you know, this language and this school has this language and like, which one do you want to go first? And so for me, I was like, well, we're already at Ocalo. So I want to put that as our number one preference. But then for my second preference, I can also put the other school that speaks French in the district. But I think I actually ended up putting Ocalo twice. I think you can put like three preferences. And I'm pretty sure I said Ocalo French, Ocalo French, and then Butler French. Like, don't give me, because you can also on that apply for a different language too. You don't have to just choose one language. Like you can. Yeah, yeah, vary. because it's just an immersion program. 
and it's a lottery for all the languages. It's the same application. Right. So if I don't get into my the French, then maybe I could get into Mandarin somewhere else or whatever. But yep. French, French mattered to us. <laughs> Basically, it was like if we can get into French, I wasn't going to do it. I don't think. Yeah. And so that is kind of how the French immersion is going. Jessica is loving it so far. Mm -hmm. She can count to fifty all in French. Mm -hmm. She can say hello and how are you and Como ça va? Ça va bien? Like she's just, she it, says it to everybody. And just this evening as we were dropping her off to have a sleepover at my parents' house, she made the realization that we've always referred to my parents as grandmère and grandpère. Uh -huh. And tonight in the car, Jessica realized, wait a minute. That's French. That's you've, a French word. You've taught me you've taught me their French names from the very beginning, even before. So Yeah, it was cute. And she's doing super well in it. Her teacher says that she's and she's only like what, what are we, two months into school, basically. Mm -hmm. That she even with like a mask on, like she can understand her clearly. She speaks up really well. She's always like eager to like practice her French. And they also say like, especially this first year, they put I feel like they put one of the hardest harder subjects in French, like they put math as what's being studied in French. And so they, they pay, tell you like, okay, this first grade year, don't be surprised. Your kid might be a little behind in math or whatever, because they're tr trying to learn a new math concept and learn a new language at the same time. And it can be, you know, kind of difficult, but Jessica's doing just great at math. And she's just like doing so awesome and she loves it. Yeah. So it's really great. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's uh, our story of French immersion for our family and how we came about wanting to do it and why we wanted to do it and how it's really awesome for our family. So if that's something that, you know, anybody else wants to look into here in the state of Utah, I'm sure other states as well probably have programs like this, but look into it. It's a really cool opportunity to immerse your kids and have them learn a new language. Really enjoyed it. And... Thanks for listening tonight on this episode of While, While the, the Kids, Kids Sleep. Sleep.